Hi, I'm Cynthia Khan, founder of Amuse Now, and I'm here today with indie rock band Star Off Machine. Hi, guys. Hey, Cynthia. So we have Eric on vocals. Hello. Robin on guitar. That's me here. Okay, John on bass. Right here. And Hello. Tut on drum. Hola. There you go. Well, congratulations for winning our Reverb Nation contest. Oh, thanks. Thank, Thank you, you very much. We selected you because we love your unique sound. <laughs> I listened to all your songs on Reverb Nation, and I agree with your fans. Inside Out is my fave. Thank you very Wonderful. much. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. We had fun writing that one. <laughs> For those who may not know a lot about your music, how would you describe it? Uh, I guess uh, melodic rock is the best. I mean, it's definitely uh, uh, it's definitely got its roots in rock and roll with a little tinge of metal in it, and uh, definitely got some you know some hooks, some vocals. Yeah, it's rock and roll. Yeah, it is definitely Nothing some... wrong with that. <laughs> so tell us your backstory. How did the four of you meet? Well, <clears throat> the four of us, uh, the, well, gosh, long story. Let's try to put it in a concise version for you. Uh, Robin and Eric and I have known each other uh, for quite some time. Uh, actually grew up in the Midwest. And um, Robin and I had landed out here in a different band. Eric was out here as an actor, and we'd run into some problems with our existing singer at the time. And so we had always been in contact, and we'd actually just put in a call to Eric and you know said, "Hey, let's get together and jam to see what happens." And that's really where Star Off Machine had formed to begin with. And we since we met, we said we wrote the album "Burn This," and then. Pretty much from every there from there has been history. Uh, John, he was just on the side of the 405, looked homeless. We want to want to help him out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm new. I'm new to the band. Yeah, John's the new guy in the band. Yeah. Um, I so actually, where are you from? Craigslist. And uh, I was uh, what I was the first guy to answer your post. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was a pretty uh, pretty easy fit for me. Yeah, we posted. Uh, we posted on Craigslist we were looking for a bass player, and within about four hours, John had replied to us. He was the very first person to reply, and then the long list dropped in after that. And uh, John was the first one to come in. He knew everything, and it was just a perfect fit. It was meant to be. But um, I, I think uh, she was asking where you're from. Oh, where am I from? The Southern California. I was born and raised in uh, Orange County. So... This is uh, this is my home. That's right. So yeah, so John is born and raised out here, whereas the three of us are from the uh, Midwest originally. And you're in Southern California. When you said the 405, that's why I said so. You're from uh, Southern California. Yeah, it's a freeway. Yeah. So why don't we start and go around and everybody tell me a little bit about your musical background and training? Perfect. Uh, I'll start with that. So I started. Uh, when I was young, uh, you know, I, I think what happened was my dad had been in bands his whole life, and 
he ne he didn't necessarily want me to be a guitar player. It's what he was, but he did want to see if I had any interest in music. So he came home from work one day and brought in a harmonica for me, uh, which I picked up and started playing immediately. And I got really good at it really fast. He started putting me in contests, and I was winning competitions. But I never really liked the harmonica, although I was doing great at it and I played good. So I I ditched the bow tie and picked up the guitar after all. And uh, I started playing guitar when I was about 14, started taking lessons right away, mostly from, from my family and then uh, some other experts out there. And then from that point forward, I started just kind of sculpting my own sound with influences from like Slash, who was definitely a huge one, and a lot of other various musicians. I just started kind of going and following what they did and the parts about them that I loved. All right, and then... Um... Gosh, I probably started playing guitar when I was maybe 10 years old or 11 or 12 years old. Um, thanks a lot to my father because he was a, a musician as well, so we kind of have a parallel story, Robin and I. Um, but I was raised in like uh, uh, music stores and pawn shops and stuff. Like, just I would I would tag along with my dad to work, and he would show me how to set up drums or guitars or basses and how to sell them and you know fix them and work on them. So I, it was like instantly like a good roadie. Yeah, instantly I was like born into sales and techs and, and working on guitars and repair and stuff. Um, but I seriously really started getting into it when I was about 14. Um, started playing bass and guitar. Uh, I was listening to a lot of the Beatles, Metallica, Pantera, some heavier stuff, um, Slayer, Sepultura. Um, and then, um, gosh, after that it was uh, I started joining bands playing bass. Um, which was always part of what I was doing. Um, played a bunch of shows up till about my 20s and stuff, and then I had to, I started taking it seriously for myself, trying to develop my own creativity with it. So I started writing songs, um, kind of like in a, like a, a home studio setting. Um, and then, um, gosh, uh, it's, it's just stuck around since then. I started playing live again in um, my late 20s, and then I came back out to California, and found these guys. So it's just been, ever since I was uh, like a preteen, I've been into, into guitar playing and bass playing. Um, so it's pretty much what I do. There you go. And one thing else I'll note too is uh, my name Robin, in case anyone out there is wondering, I was actually named after Robin Trower, because that's what my dad was listening to and what he was jamming on when I was born. So I think he intended for me to be a guitar player after all. Anyway, <laughs> subliminally. Mm -hmm. Nice. Uh, my story was uh, not quite like Robin's or John's, but pretty basic, I guess. My brother was actually my older brother was a was a drummer in school, elementary school, and I was about four and a half years behind him. So of course, being the little snotty little brother, I just wanted to do what he wanted to do. So I'd always play on his stuff when he was gone, and um, went to try out for school band, and they tagged me as a trombone player. So I'm not sure what happened from there, but I think my dad wouldn't talk to somebody and ended up playing drums magically one day. And ever since then I've been in, you know, school band, drum corps, jazz band, um, pet band, all that kind of stuff through school. And, you know, played in bands throughout, you know, junior high and high school and from there um, had a chance to to link up with some pretty established guys and went out on the road playing for real. So um, that's really all of my story is. I just kind of just followed the lead and followed it. So it's 
Uh, I'm not playing trombone, though, I should say that. <laughs> Better get that. We got a pod call. Um, can't hold it's the okay, we'll cut it out. Right. <laughs> That's been taken. That's good now. No, I started. Uh, I started my. I, I sort of like these guys. My mother was a singer, uh, so she had me singing really, really young. And my my uncle was a really big rock guy. And he played in rock bands, and he was my superhero. So I decided I wanted to play everything that he did. So when I was like in first grade, I was listening to Black Sabbath and all these really weird like classic rock bands that most kids weren't listening to. Uh, and I just wanted to sound like Ozzy Osbourne. And then. Uh, <laughs> I started my first band at like 11, and it sucked, but I just kept at it, and <laughs> I don't know, I just kept singing, I ran into Jeff Buckley, I didn't run into him, but I found Jeff Buckley when I was in, in high school, and he changed my voice a lot, um, and uh, yeah, that's about it, I've just played played music all my life, and uh, well, I've, I've sung music, I'm not much of a musician, but uh, I've, I've been a singer for all my life, and I, I just dig it, I love it. Awesome. So your videos are amazing. Do you produce them yourself? That's actually uh, a very good question. Uh, we try to produce them ourselves. Uh, <laughs> anymore. However, we do get a lot of great help from some great people out there. Uh, music video side of me was actually uh, directed and produced by uh, David Hendrick of uh, Pandemonium uh, Productions. Did a great job with it. Helped us out uh, putting that together. It was a a pretty full production. Um, and that was the first music video we shot. It gave us some really great insight on how to shoot music videos, what to expect, and, and really how to do it. Um, and then by myself, um, I'm fascinated with uh, cinematography. So I did get some camera equipment and uh, wanted to kind of dabble in production myself. So I did set up. Um, some cameras in some different areas to be able to produce our own music videos. So Ninth Floor was done actually live with a bunch of cell phone cameras and GoPros up everywhere and then we actually uh, reached out to the audience members and whoever was videotaping us, we'd get their footage and we'd kind of splice it all together and threw that together. That was my first attempt. And then we actually did quite a few more and we actually got some help from uh, a different production company called Visionary Motion. Uh, Visionary Motion Pictures um, out of the Midwest, a man named uh, Darren Smith helped us out with, with some other music videos which we'll be uh, releasing here pretty soon along with the new release um, that's upcoming. So we're going to see a lot more music videos coming up. Awesome. Well, that's great. So how do you take advantage of the internet and social media to promote your music and connect with fans? Um, actually, um, I've been doing a lot of promoting on Facebook, um, and I've found that, uh, like, there's groups out there. There's hundreds of groups, and you have to find, like, the relevant groups that would apply to, to what kind of style or maybe a specific, like, guitarists or bassists or, or singers or drummers, um, rock, rock style music, and you want to, like, share your music with them. It's really easy. Um, you just, if we have a show coming up, you want to promote that, you know, Post maybe some kind of uh, a music video or a song or spotlight, you know, some some somebody in the band, um, and it's just it kind of flows freely from there. You just get people interested that already like that style of music that you're into. Mm -hmm. So I just I post to maybe 75 or 100 groups um, every every few days, sharing songs or videos or 
our website, the store that we have. I mean, just get out, get out there and share everything that you have. Really, it's really easy. Yeah, you know, we've really embraced social networking. Um, that's just where everything is. That's where everybody is. It's uh, it's free. It's very powerful. We have a lot of people, uh, not only here in the states but overseas, uh, that do a lot of promoting for us, and they're constantly pushing us and helping us out. And we get a lot of support from a lot of great fans out there that really do their best to help us out, and they're always, you know, retweeting and, uh, and cross promoting. And cross promoting, and yeah. it really does make a huge difference too, especially when you're promoting for new uh, concerts that are coming up and pushing them out there. Um, you can definitely see a huge increase of uh, of uh, a fan base immediately when you start promoting things in that way. So we, we've embraced it. Mm -hmm. So you said Facebook groups. I've never. Are you talking about Google groups or? There's uh, there's actual groups inside of Facebook and people that sign up and create their own groups that you can join in and be a part of, and we've got oh. a lot of power in that yeah. being able to and, sign up in mean, those it, groups. It, it spans all genres or styles. You can have movie groups, book groups, music, um, any anything, artistry. I mean, everything's there. You can find uh, anything that you would like to, you know, promote across uh, across Facebook groups. It's pretty cool. Since the news now is about artists helping artists, what advice do you have for other bands who are trying to make a name for themselves? Well, you know, along with the uh, social networking that we were talking about, that's probably the biggest thing you can do. You know, what what uh, record companies are looking for now, if you, anyone even dares go that route. Um, most everything is DIY, which means you got to get out there. It is boots to the ground. You need to be out there promoting everything all the time. Always be working, interacting with every fan that reaches out to you, asking them to to share and spread the love and the music, and uh, and making sure that you are building as big of a presence for yourself as you can. And don't be afraid to go and produce your own music videos. People love it. People love any type of video interaction you can get. Um, just being out there and being relevant at all times and trying to stay you know, not only with um, Google uh, but also with Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and absolutely everything you're trying and to YouTube. YouTube's YouTube's a huge YouTube is absolutely huge yeah mm -hmm. and just really just cro cross platform as much as you can well guys I had a fabulous time getting to know you tonight well thank you likewise so, likewise well, I hope that when Amuse Now launches its e-commerce site, you'll consider adding us to your music distribution network. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I wish you all good things. Well, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having us on. And we really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. My, my pleasure. Good night. Good night. Good night. Hi, I'm Cynthia Kahn, founder of Amuse Now. This featured artist presentation has been brought to you by Amuse Now Entertainment, a website that enables artists to profit from their creativity. To learn more about Amuse Now, visit us at www.amusednow.com.